You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to Kim Daily TV. Today we have another Daily Double. <laughs> My good friend Sharon from EcoMaids at Happiness Brands is with us today. Sharon, welcome back to Kim Daily TV. Oh, Kim, you just give me the willies. Sharon and I have a mutual love fest for one another. So we've been together a long time. When we talk about franchising being about relationships, this is what we're talking about. Us two girls, right, Cher? That's right. That's right. So when we were talking before, it was at the beginning of EcoMade's trajectory. So I thought it would be fun to have you come back on and Give us an update. Like, what's been happening? What happened in 2021? And how are things looking for the in-home services and in the residential cleaning sector? So, so much has happened. Um, 2021, we just blew out the whole United States. <laughs> we are having so much fun. We became literally the fastest growing cleaning concept in, in franchising overall. Yeah. we uh, Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. It's been so much fun. And the owners that we're bringing in are just amazing people. Personally, professionally, I've developed friendships with some of them already. It's just been a lot of fun. But we started... 2022 with 100 units so literally like the week into the first week in January we hit 100 units and so that really all happened within the first 16 17 months of COVID. COVID. Oh, yep yeah <laughs> so for listeners out there when a franchise hits 100 units that really is sort of the stabilizing point of a brand like that's the first metric that we are looking for in franchise development right 100 units so you know <laughs> franchisors many franchisors out there will never reach 100 units this young lady and happiness brands and ecomades in 17 months during a pandemic i mean it's no big deal. Yeah. It was it was crazy. It was it's been a crazy ride and super fun. But I think what's the statistic out there? Eighty six percent of franchisors never reach a hundred units. And Happiness Brands has a great reputation of that. Our sister brand did it, uh, and they're at one hundred and forty units now. And then of course our legacy brand is over six hundred and fifty units. So um, I think we're in good company. I feel like a big reason for the growth is, one, it's just the space we're in. Uh, it's the right time for eco-friendly cleaning. And uh, there's a lot of really cool legacy brands in our space, but they're pretty much sold out. And they're a little bit more, I would say, um, mature and older school as far as cleaning protocols and things like that. So we are entirely green, eco-friendly but we're focused on science-based cleaning. So we're really addressing 
the opportunity to get into sustainability businesses and things like that. So I, I think it was just sort of just all the stars aligned and the support that was is provided from happiness makes everything, um, I don't want to say perfect, but certainly attractive. Just to all came ideas. together. Yeah. So go, going back again, viewers, just for this continual education that the Daily Coach loves to put out there. I think that, you know, when we look at the startup statistics, so we a lot of people have heard that 90% of businesses will fail before their fifth anniversary, right? And I, you've heard me say before, that is not a statistic that's owned in franchising. But what I will say um, is I think that franchisors that before they get to that 100 unit, I think the failure rate, as Sharon said, 86%, it probably follows that same statistical rate because a franchise company that's just starting, especially one that's started by people that have no background in franchise development, let's say a husband and wife come together, form a company, they get proof of concept with multiple units, turn it into a franchise at the, you know, encouragement of their family and friends. And now they're like, okay, ready to go national. Like that company probably follows that statistically 90% of them are going to fail. And that's why the Daily Coach doesn't work with those type of brands. That's why the Daily Coach is working with someone like Sharon and Ecomades and Happiness Brands. Did you hear the legacy brand, which is The Lawn Doctor, a 55-year-old company or whatever, over 600, whatever, 650 locations? Like, because... They not only have proof of concept of like in the eco-friendly cleaning space, but they're backed by years and years of franchise development experience and just owning every part of that engine, which Sharon will tell us more about. But just as a little side note, I think it's important to interject that so you understand when I'm bringing you companies, I'm not just bringing you anybody. When people are like, well, am I limited if I work with you, Kim? (laughs) I mean, you can look at it like that if you want to, but I'm hoping that you see that there is wisdom here that goes beyond sometimes your understanding of, you know, looking at franchisors because not all franchisors are created equal. That is so true. I think, you know, my 25 years of experience in franchising, a good portion of it has been working with more emergent type brands. It's sort of my passion. I love it. I love building foundations of franchisors and trying to bring in our best possible people because early on franchises like emerging brands that only have a couple or no franchisees to start, it's so critical that you really take care to bring in the right people that are going to fit and be able to contribute in a positive way to helping build that brand because as they become successful, then as we bring in more people, they can share their story and so forth and so on. And that's how franchising grows. So I think that that's one very important piece to this. The other thing is it's much easier to grow a franchise when there's financial strength behind it and systems that are already in place. Um, have I in my career worked for companies that have not had strong financial backing and lifted them? Sure. It's just harder. It's not that they would not be successful. Uh, it's just their money is limited and allocated in need base right out of the gate, right? They have to take that money that a franchisee pays and they have to use it in different ways than like uh, Equal Maids would do it or a happiness brand because we already have it all. 
right? So we're able to take time and care to be able to develop and continue to look at cutting edge solutions and technology and, you know, just in our case and cleaning protocols and, and um, equipment and things like that. And also probably the biggest thing is the marketing, right? And being sure. able to invest to make sure that our franchisees, that we're creating their demand for them so they don't have to worry about selling in their business. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. I've spent years talking about the myth, you know, that it's a franchisor's job to find your customers for you. And I do believe that you should go into a franchise really learning how to fish for yourself, right? What's that expression? You know, give a man a fish and feed him for a day, teach a man to fish and feed him for life. And I think that when franchisors produce um, a lot of leads for their franchisees, it's sort of like giving, it's sort of like creating a, a junkie. <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And you never really learn how to really own your business. But on the flip side of that, you know, when the franchisor has power to be able to drive the lead flow on the positive side of that, franchisors that can drive the lead flow to their franchisees enables their franchisees to focus on other parts of the business. And not everybody is born to be a prospector or a networker or a salesperson, right? So this is part of the matching criteria when I get to know you and reasons I might start to think about eco-maids. If you tell me I'm not a salesperson, Kim, I don't want to wake up and do that every day. So Sharon, I want you mentioned in the beginning, bringing in, you've brought in some really great candidates. Who are these candidates? What is the background that is not necessarily like what they've professionally done, but what are the skill sets or their personality characteristics that you would define as the right or ideal candidate for Ecomates? Mm-hmm. That's a great question. Um, you know, being in franchising for so long, you, you build an intuition uh, in a gut, right? So That's you kind of know, I kind of know right away whether they would fit with our culture. But frankly, for us specifically, I believe that it's about organization, making you have a lot of balls up in the air in the beginning of this business for sure. Before, <laughs> right? It's juggling. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we need to make sure that they can juggle effectively and not drop those balls on a regular basis. Like once in a while, stuff's going to happen. But they, until they really build their infrastructure up in their growth as they scale their business, they're doing it on their own. They're in each bucket of their business. So being organized is I, I believe the most important skill that one of our franchisees can have. And I vet that by how they go through my process, if they're organized within my process and the successes they've had in their past life, things that they've been involved with, not necessarily careers. It could be volunteerism. It could be church. It could be kids, whatever that is. But you have to demonstrate to me that you have an organized life behind you in order for me to believe that you can do it in the business. So organization is one. I really think the, um, I've been using this word a lot, gritology. To me, it's the practice of having grit, right? 
it is about being a business owner that doesn't make excuses, they find solutions. So when you come into your business and you start your day, things are going to happen. <laughs> and it's going to not always be a happy day. No, it's the fan. <laughs> Oops, what are we going to do? <laughs> yes. And so you have to make a quick decision. You have to look at what's going on and you have to, I don't want to use the word pivot, but you have to move left, move right, stay center, turn around twice and call it a day. So you really, you need and to do the hokey pokey. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but I feel like that's, there are some people that are super equipped to do that. And there are other people that really need complete structure, no surprises. That's not who I would be comfortable with in this particular brand because we're dealing with a uncertain commodity, which is customers, people, and employees, people. And these are not perfect relationships. So you're going to have a lot of, you know, um, uh, going here and going there and blow ups on a daily. And, you know, but you're also going to have so much fun and you're going to have a great you're going to have great days, too. So you need to be able to pivot. I feel a good communicator is key. Um, people need to be able to speak directly and clearly and and compassionately in this business you're going into people's homes you're servicing customers you're you're raising up your staff and leading that team which is so critical that culture within your company has to be on point and so those are just a few of the things I look for um, I also really like a candidate that laughs at my corny jokes so that's a big one for me Guys, did you hear it? You gotta laugh with her. <laughs> That's why she loves me. <laughs> I love to laugh. <laughs> you do. Well, okay, so nothing that she said said you had to have experience cleaning a house before, or you had to want to be the one pushing the vacuum. And I'm guessing that when you say juggle a lot of balls, you don't necessarily mean going in and like cleaning somebody's house, right, Sharon? Oh my gosh, no. Uh, that is the worst way to do this business is to get caught in that trap of, I'm just going to fill in once. I'm just going to fill in twice. It's it's a recipe for failure. You won't reach your goals. You cannot work on while you're in, right? So, you heard her say it. You heard her say it. You cannot work on if you're in. You got to mm -hmm. get out. You got to discipline yourself. Right. So I think in this time we're in, in early 2022, on a lot of people's minds, I know, and we're talking about, um, you know, the kind of people you want to create jobs for in your business. That's one of my favorite conversations I have with candidates, you know, and um, it, some people enjoy a professional career oriented person. Other people are like, I kind of want to be the boss that like gets to, you know, take the person who never got a chance and give them an opportunity. And I think your employees are probably in the middle of that. Yeah, I would, I would tend to agree with that, Kim. Uh, this is an interesting opportunity because one, first of all, our owners are not hiring a hundred people, you know, so it, they scale, they skip, they start with three and they scale like what I call Noah's Ark two by two by two by two. It's manageable. <laughs> It's, uh, you know, it's streamlined. There's, it, it's okay. It's That's a not... really good point. That's a really yeah. good point. Cause people think, oh, this is just like so many people, but you like lifting weights, you grow into managing that. You don't start there. Yeah. Really right. good. And the most, most, most of our owners have managed white collar 
employees. So it is a little bit different where with a traditional white collar employee, and I'm one of them, you have an assignment, you know what you do, you work independently, you're good. Our employees, the labor level that we're at, need a little bit more reassurance. They need more team building. They need more value propositions. They need to add a girl, add a boys. That's why they stay where they are. It's not because our owners pay them a dollar more. It's because they like where they work and who they work with. And so out-culturing their competition is absolutely necessary in our environment today. You know, it's one thing to... Sorry, Sharon, that was perfect. Out-culturing your competition. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you have to be the employer of choice. You have to be better. You have to provide a better opportunity. And that's not always money-based. You know, I mean, this is unprecedented times. Um, Before the, the pandemic hit, we paid our people more just organically because we wanted we wanted to provide them with a stable income. But now it's a necessity, right? You're you have to be competitive. But what we are not is the top payer because we provide so many other opportunities for teams and employees of our franchisees that they get that fulfillment. They have opportunity to build a career, to buy a business at the end of it, to have healthcare benefits, to work with pay for performance. So, you know, just doing their jobs. Here's a very short, quick story. Our CEO is also a franchisee, which is a huge advantage. And one of her employees, she does a pay for performance program. So it's based on doing their job well, not necessarily going outside of the realm of their job, just doing it to the best of their ability. They earn a point. They earn points based on those attributes. One of her employees actually saved up her points and bought a car. You think about how impactful that relationship and how much she must really love her boss because she didn't have to take out from her budget. She didn't have to do anything extreme. She just worked really hard at her job, right? And what does that breed? Loyalty. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. And in this day and age when so many people, candidates are saying, you know, I don't want to build a business around a lot of people. It's really hard to find a lot of people. And I'm like, you can grow into the leader that builds an organization where creating jobs and knowing that your business feeds children of those families that you've created jobs for. Like that's the, that's the win of your business. Like that's the pride. That's what puts your head on your pillow at night with a smile on your face, knowing that what you do, what you are doing in your life is creating opportunity for other people. Like that's satisfying. That's the intangible part of owning a business that like, it's not just transactional. There's this emotional component to business ownership and that for some people, that's it. That's it. Mm -hmm. And those people, when I meet those people, Sharon, who say, I want to be that boss. I want to be the person that can create jobs. I want to be the person that can improve other people's lives because I dared to follow my dream. Those are the people I think of 
to send over to you at Ecomates. Yeah, that is, uh, that is so true. You know, in my opinion, in our particular model, in my opinion, you are a community employer, you are a community business owner, your community supports your business. That's where your people work, that's where your customers are. You should want to elevate your community. You should want to be a significant positive resource for that community. And giving people jobs and opportunities to build new skills and support their family and work their way up the ladder, more of a career, which sounds a little crazy in the cleaning space. You don't think about it that way. But honestly, there are layers of opportunities within our organization that they can tap into to grow and develop and, and earn more and uh, have good self-esteem and good work ethic and build their character and all of those good things that people really strive for that they want in a job and with their employer that's super important and i and i think our franchisees that's who they are they want that's awesome. to do that it's really good when we talk about scaling a business wealth is always created through scale and there are three basic ways you can scale a business one is with real estate which is what most people think of when they think franchising right i'm going to build one i'm going to build two i'm going to but that's the most expensive way to do it right you can build it with equipment so if you have a tree cutting franchise, right, your limiting factor to growth will be how much equipment you can get out in circulation. Um, and the third way is through people. This will be the cheapest, if you weigh the, the lowest cost way to do it. Maybe, yes, the most of your management and time, especially in the beginning and building that culture and bringing in the right people that can then continue that or the growth of that organization. But I think it's also the way that people have the most pride of ownership and satisfaction in business ownership. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a trade-off. I love it, Cher. I love it. So let's wrap this up. So what are you looking forward to this year? What kind of growth do you project for Ecomades for 2022? Well, now that we hit a huge milestone and, and we celebrated for a hot second and we kept going, um, we're really hoping to just continue that growth trajectory uh, by bringing in great owners and developing the um, infrastructure of our system, meaning uh, building different committees with our owners, doing more regional touch points with our owners. Just um, we're at that maturity level now that that makes complete sense to do that. Um, I would assume that we will probably hit about 150 units this year. Uh, that's my assumption. I hope. And She's being honest. Let's be real. <laughs> I, want, I want for our owners to be efficient. You know, when you, the equation that I give them is, First, you need saturation and route density. That's where we come in to create that demand. Your job is to make your, your employees efficient in their job. That will equal profitability. So we work as a team. We give them what they need. We coach them along the way. They become very efficient in what they do. And then they make money. So that's really where we are today because our owners are, some of them are over a little over a year now. So I'm super excited about watching Ecobates owners flourish this year. Um, also, we developed a whole program called Employer of Choice through Happiness. So we're now offering healthcare benefits to our franchisees as well as their employees, which is a huge differentiator 
Uh, I've had that question a gazillion times over the last 25 years and have never been able to say yes. So being, you know, at our brands, we compete with like Starbucks and Target for employees and we have to be better. You know, not only the culture aspect and, and making people feel at home where they work, but we have to arm our franchisees with the tools and the opportunities that they can then say, I can give you this. Come work with me. I can give you this. And and that's really where Happiness is focus is this year across all of our brands. So we're super excited to see where that goes. It's um, so great. So we've talked about, you've, you've heard words today, sustainability, gritology. I might be stealing that one. Okay. Um, you know, culture, um, pride of ownership, organizational skills, search engine optimization, marketing support, all in a cleaning company. That's why I wanted Cher to come on again, because it's so much more than, uh, I don't want to own a cleaning company, Kim. It's not even what it's about. It's not even what it's about. The business is always the pass-through vehicle to some outcome. And we've talked about the characteristics of what owners do and what they are doing when they are a, a business owner in this industry. And that's what matters, not what the actual business does. At the end of the day, cleaning is long-term sustainable. It is recession resistant. And now we can say it's pandemic resistant because this company grew during yeah. the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. And what was even more important is that our owner's demand went off the charts. You know, they have customers. They didn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't just that we sold franchises and brought great owners in. It's that the owner's see the growth through a pandemic. That's what's important. And they were able to hire people to keep up with that demand, you know, contrary to what the news always says. So we're, I think we're in a really sweet spot. And I think cleaning is just a widget. It's awesome. just a widget. What a way to end it. Sharon, you are amazing. Thank you for being my girl for so many years. And thank you for being my daily double today. Thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. So for anyone who this conversation has inspired, who wants to consider an EcoMaids franchise opportunity, please contact me using the email on the screen. And until next time, don't forget, my name is Kim Daly and I want to be your daily coach. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.